This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk, and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Brian Arnold. Brian is the host of the Authority Project, authority building business coach, product creator, and writer. Thank you for joining me today. Appreciate it, man. I'm glad to be here. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? See, I'm trying, trying to figure out where to start because <laughs> if we start from way back, uh, really, really begins in my childhood where I, this is way, way back when I was in elementary and I started selling these um, lemon heads, lemon heads and grape heads. Okay. Now I'm, I'm a suburb kid, but they didn't have these things in the suburbs. So I would go into the city, buy, buy them and bring them, bring them to, 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 to lunch, to, to um, the cafeteria started selling them. And then it got to a point where I got all this, you know, everybody was just loving these lemon heads that they didn't have access to. So that's a, um, a good marketing point there too. They didn't have access to, <laughs> to this, to this great product, you know, it's limited. It was, it was a limited offer too, because I only had, only had so many. So I began to take orders from these kids um, every day. So I come in, I come in and then next day, it was still being so much demand that, People like they want, you know, I couldn't fulfill them all. And then all, you know, all, 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 all of a sudden there was like a huge crowd of people surrounding me to get these lemon heads and grape heads. And so I shut down the cafeteria and they were like, Brian, um, can, we, can we speak to you for a second? <laughs> so we worked it out where I was able to, I couldn't sell anymore. Couldn't sell those things anymore in the cafeteria, but we went to the local store in the, in the suburb area, um, Milton Food Mart, by the way, what it, was, what it was called. Talked to the owner there, and he started selling them from there. So my business was out of, out of whack. But I just, like, from way back when, I had these entrepreneurial, you know, tendencies. My father was an entrepreneur. And um, just through, through, through the years, I've, I've, I've learned marketing and um been off off and on you know i've i've had jobs i've had i've had many jobs um when things didn't work out but i've i've always had the 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 side hustle I always had the entrepreneurial spirit from for forever <laughs> forever um and it still still lands me to what i'm doing today where i'm i'm coaching and and i'm i'm showing people what i've learned from everybody you know cuz there's so many different viewpoints so many different marketing strategies and now it's to the point where i you know what i'm trying to help people just simplify it all in like three different steps so that's that's where i is, is taking me just i'm just i'm loving where i'm at right now 
Nice. Yeah, I used to hustle the uh, Lemonheads and the Red Hots too. So oh, yeah. The, okay, the, nice. The Red Hots were great. And then I really got in trouble because kids used to love those candy cigarettes too. And I oh, used, to, yeah. Yeah. used to sell, which was, I mean, I guess you'd probably get suspended nowadays for something like that. But yeah, exactly. I would exactly. I would hustle that. Uh, baseball cards, like whatever I can flip in school in like elementary school, nice. I would flip like hogs <laughs> and all the things that were like a fad at that time, I guess. I think. Yeah back also what else did i do oh one i think the biggest flip i had in like elementary school was out of those like gumball machines i spent like 50 cents and got like a a necklace right (laughs) and it was valentine's day so i convinced somebody to buy that 50 cent necklace for 20 bucks so they bought it for 20 bucks off me and then gave it to some girl in school but they ended up not really wanting it so yeah i think a lot of people are like that they have that kind of passion and hustle and entrepreneurial spirit uh young and like you mentioned i think coaching people in terms of business and simplifying things people get very overwhelmed with the systems and what it takes to run a business i think stepping back and really simplifying it really adds a lot of clarity yeah because it's it's just so it's it can be confusing and complex and and outside of us already doing it ourselves so (laughs) we all everybody overthinks things it's just it's just a you know it's a common mistake, but you know, it happens and getting, getting clear. I think the big buzzword clarity, you know, is, um, is, is a great thing for everybody. Yeah, I agree. So what motivates you to succeed? Obviously those motivations may have changed over time, but what currently motivates you to succeed? Right now, um, just the time, you know, this, this is a crazy time we're in right now. I just like, um, I, I see it from the people I talk to. I see it from, the, um, I've always seen it from people who, and it's always a struggle for mine. It's like, I see people with great gifts and they, they, they give up because either they, they think they're too old or think it's, it's they're, they're, they're past their prime. Um, or they just seem like, you know, and for me being introverted and stuff, I see people who are introverted and like, they're scared to to or have the fear of really getting out there and, and doing it. So the people motivate me. The people who who I who I who I see greatness in, they motivate me to, you know, to share my message with them to say, you know. And this is a very cliche, but trust me, <laughs> if I can do it, <laughs> there's no reason why they can't do it. I'm I'm like the most introverted guy, the most shyest guy you would know, procrastinator. And I've developed something, I've customized something for myself that gets me to act. And that's the, you know, I, I, I like to help people who, you know, who are in that give up stage and saying, you know what, there's still, there's still time. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I think I, if, if you were to ask me, I'm an introvert uh, too, but I think the show um, or my show uh, the conversations I have are very clear and fluid. And it's one of those things where it's like, you don't have to walk up to somebody at like a networking event. event. Right. Like, you know, you make a connection, you're booked, like you have kind of your somewhat have similar goals in terms of, you know, you having your show and trying to reach an audience and add an impact. And I think it's a lot easier just to jump on and really have an in-depth conversation and adds a lot of value to me. And I try to get something out of each guest. So I think, that and like you mentioned, I think a lot of people kind of push back their dreams or some of the things that they're really good at, but they have one failure and they're not equipped to deal with that and pivot from that and learn from that. 
I had somebody on the show that basically said everything in life is a lesson or a blessing. So anything negative that happens to you, obviously you're going to have, you know, loss, grief, illness, things of that nature, but taking that, learning something from it, harnessing it, and then utilizing it for something that may come in the future, that's a lot harder. So like you said, age shouldn't be a factor. A lot of things shouldn't be a factor because you're not going to lose anything if you try it. And it's a learning experience. You take something from it. You are going to regret if you're sitting there 20, 30, 40 years, the what ifs, you know, what if I ran with this? What if I started it? And it's not like it doesn't happen overnight, but when you start doing little things, five, 10 minutes to your goal and dream or your side hustle or your business that turns into 20 minutes, an hour, two hours, 10 hours. And then Sometimes, obviously, if you put in the work and have the skill set and everything kind of lines up, you you phase it out into what you're doing full time. Not to say that people have a job and have a side hustle. They can keep it their side hustle. I, I genuinely think it's best in terms of whatever the scenario for the person is. Some people have the mindset like, let's burn the ships, n- nothing left, <laughs> I have to succeed, which is fine because yeah. you put that kind of pressure on you. And if you work in that kind of pressure, that's good. But that's that doesn't work for everybody. So whatever works for your situation. I think that, yeah, as long as you're not giving up, I think that's the biggest thing is like, I know a lot of people say like long-term, but you have to, you have to think, you, you have to build over time. That's my biggest thing right now, building over time, um, starting with that shell of, of what you have in your business. You know, just using what you have at, at the time and building over time. If you're If you're not building, if you're not building over time, you, then you're, you're just in the same rut, the same, same. And that's where, that's when you start to fail in your mindset. And, and you, you have to, contrary to popular belief, I know people talk about faith, but you, you have to keep building. So you see, see things, see something happening <laughs> eventually, you know, I mean, I remember when, when you came on my show a few months back, like, I had a shell of a podcast, honestly, you know, it, it, was, it was, we had a great conversation and trust me, people watching this, please, or listening to this rather, um, please go check that out. Cause it was, you know, Roman put up put some great stuff on that show and I appreciate that for you. Very grateful to have you on the show, but it was a shell. Now I'm like, it's grown to like, like I'm getting people wanting to come on the show every single day now you know, from all directions, you know, I'm booked out to like, you know, close to April at this point, you know, where we at November. So it's just like, you, sometimes you, sometimes, sometimes you have to see it, right? Roman, sometimes you have to see it, but you're not going to see that if you're not building, constantly building, growing and developing. My set looks different. You were an, you were an inspiration to me. Trust me when, when you were on my show, I was like, this guy, this guy sounds better than me. Wait a minute. I got to get me a new microphone, new headphones. <laughs> so, even, you know, in, it, it helps to, to build around people that you, that inspire you, people that, um, that can help you along the way. That's why I tell people also, don't do this by yourself. That's, that's a big, that's a big, a big way of, of, of getting you, you know, to give up a lot because you feel like you're alone. So don't worry. I mean, don't, do this whole thing by yourself. That's what I would say. Also, it's a lesson, lesson learned for me as well. Cause I used to do it by myself and that was awful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's tough in that sense. And then it's tough without a support system. And it's one of those things like you start out. Um, I started in terms of my podcast, I was recording the audio and it was just solo, a solo show. And it was just, I, I was recording on my cell phone, the audio and then not treating it, just throwing it up there. 
Then I started, I got a microphone. Then I started editing it. Now I use like an AI uh, leveling, professional leveling software on top of that to make it like crisp for um, like cars and uh, smart home players and everything else in terms of a better listening experience. And then I, I got this stand thing and it was just behind a white wall. And then it's like, okay, I do a lot of interviews on other shows and incorporate video now. I didn't have video, now I have video. So it's one of those things you start somewhere and then you keep learning and 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 kind of growing because I, I often say also that complacency is the death of innovation. So if you're not making movement, it's it's like it's kind of like a dead end. And not to say it's only career related. I mean, obviously your personal life is tied, but your relationships, the way you, you know, you deal and, and talk to people, everything that's connected in your life. So if you're not trying to better yourself or advancing in one way or another, it's it's kind of like you're you're staying in your, I guess, safe zone or safe space, whatever you want to call it. And a lot of innovation and, and change and progress doesn't happen in that. Not to say that it never does, but usually when you get thrown kind of in the fire, that's when like the, the aha moments happen. So I I I I, I like I like the, the the aspect of just building first, build and continue to build, and then and then sharing sharing what you what you're doing because it doesn't matter what you're building if no one can see it, <laughs> if if no one gets gets access to it, um, you have to keep on sharing and sharing so people people can see it, people that you know um, give you, you need feedback. Because you can think you have great, great content or great, or great, you know, great stuff, but you need some feedback to say, well, this, this, let me, let me hear this. Can you give me some? Can you give me somebody who's, who, you know, can you help me with this? Help me with that. So it can't just be in your own mind. And um, I've learned to, you know, once you start sharing and on your social media um, and sharing your sharing your results, sharing, like you know what they see, what they call documenting documenting just sharing what you have sharing sharing what, what you're doing um which is basically marketing <laughs> basically promoting promoting what you're doing promoting what you what, what you're trying to do and trying to you know trying to serve it's you're not you're not going to get anywhere unless you're doing that and have a plan um for fry for doing it if you can't do it yourself get somebody to help you to promote because that's business it's just like somebody's um creating a software they have the software is great, but no one, you, you got to get out there and, and let some people use it, onboard it, or, or there's no business, right? So, so that's my, my second thing I, I like to tell people is like, you have to share. You have to share. You can't be afraid to share um, what you're doing with the world. Yeah, I agree. Sharing your story and in general, like uh, obviously I'm in the digital marketing space and a lot of the time, you know, personal brands, companies are like, you know, we don't want to be in the public eye. Well, that's why your competitors are beating you. You can have a superior product, but if nobody knows about it, what it does, you have no case studies or kind of real world implementations in terms of success or don't share it and don't reach the right audience. How do you expect to grow exponentially, especially in kind of the global climate that we're, we're in now? So you harness whatever you have to drive your business. And right now, the internet and digital is one of the best paths in terms of growing your business. I mean, there are some exceptions. I remember talking to somebody um, about a, um, 
when I was contracted with another company over here in the local area, where I was like gung-ho about marketing, or doing some Google ads for the company. And if for some reason it just didn't work out, and then he said, you know what, let's, let's put a sign on the, on the front of this building. <laughs> you know, let's put a flyer on the front of this building. I was like, that's not going to work. What are you talking about? Just do online stuff. This is what, this is, this, you know, get more people. And I tell you, Roman, let me tell you something. That sign gave us more business than any ad that we could have put out. And it was just like, it was a one-time deal. Put a big sign on there. People would, would drive by and see that sign. And like, I saw your sign. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and we got, the place was full. It was a, a, a um, co-working space where I, I, I was a manager of. Um, and we onboarded everybody. And we, we were full by the time I left that place um, capacity. So, I mean, yes, online is great. Um, but there are all different avenues that, you know, if one thing, if one thing doesn't work, try something else, try some traditional methods, see, see what happens. Because uh, you just never know. You just never know. Yeah, you should definitely test. And I mean, in that situation, yeah, I mean, some, some states and in some countries right now, the, the traditional aspect super difficult uh, in terms of like these reoccurring lockdowns and whatever mandates. But yeah, traditional still works, uh, like in-person conferences in terms of sponsoring and booths still work. So it's really where your target audience is. And if it's, you know, driving to a brick and mortar location from that locale, if you're trying to attract people 5, 10, you know, 15 miles in terms of the radius around that location, then that kind of traditional advertising or a billboard or a sign, like you said, on a building may actually work better than some of the things you may be trying online. And I, I think like the last thing I, I tell people, I'm like, this is my model, build it, share it, and they will come. So when I say they will come, you know, eventually when you start sharing things, you're going to get certain people that, that, you know, come your way. And then it's just, like you said before, just about evaluating who, who's coming, who's coming into the door. <laughs> you know, you want people who are, you know, and I just got off the show this little while ago, people who are like you, people who like you, but people who are, who are like you. That's why, and if you get the people who are, who are like you, it's so much easier to serve them than anybody who's, who you're trying to force feed something, something to, towards them. So I, I give an analogy like um, if someone is coming, coming to your house and you're, you know, you're not going to have strangers coming to your house. <laughs> you know, you're going to have people that you love to hang out with. You know, like I, I mentioned about, you know, you start with this shell, you're building this little new apartment. There's nothing in there but a bed. You know, you come in, come in there with a bed and, and maybe like a your little small TV. Later on, you keep on building. You're like, now I got a big screen TV. <laughs> now the Super Bowl comes that com, comes around. You have the Super Bowl party. Now you got a dinner table and everything else. But you're not going to bring strangers to the house. You're going to bring people that you know want to come in and 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 hang out and 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 and, and you know you want to you want to be with. And then you want to have people who who like what you you know what, what, what you're what you're cooking for dinner, <laughs> right? So whatever you're cooking, like you know. You know you're not going to force somebody who doesn't like, you know, macaroni and cheese, something else, you know, <laughs> you know, you're going to, you know, you don't eat this, eat this. No, they, they don't want that. So you want the people who you already know really like macaroni and cheese. <laughs> so here you go. So that's, you're serving the people that you know want this. So that's the thing about just being like, when, that's, when I say they will come, make sure you're bringing the people that you know um, that you want to serve. It's a big deal.
Yeah, I agree. So what's one thing you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? That's a great question because I'm not sure if I turn around completely. <laughs> but I'm, I'm still, my, one of my biggest things that I do for some reason, I just don't, I guess it's, I guess it's procrastination. I guess it is procrastination. I wait too much. I wait. So what I've done is I've taken this thing where I, I set a, I set a, I set a, I set a task every day, a daily task. And I started doing this about three years ago uh, when I was working on this app, working with, with an app called FreeWrite, FreeWriter.io. And what I was doing there, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go here and start writing 800 to 100 to 1,000 words a day, non, nonstop for a year. I'm just going to do it and see what happens. And so what, what, what I found, what I, I was trying to get out of my procrastination and try to get my, into my consistency. So what I found in doing that is that I started to have this, what I call an obligated mindset. Whereas I couldn't stop, I couldn't. It, it would it would pain me to try to stop this with before before a year's time is, is is passed. So I would like I would I would, I would be out somewhere. It would be like eleven o'clock. I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to write. So I would literally leave that place <laughs> and go start or start writing to finish up this this thing that I wanted to do every year, consistently daily, um, every year. And so every Every year I do the same thing. I, I take a task and every every day I sit and, and I do it without fail. Sometimes I you know I start small and I maybe start and make it bigger um, each day and each like maybe every three months I make it bigger and that kind of thing. So um, that has helped me with my procrastination because I'm actually doing something and I'm accomplishing something and I'm making I'm realizing different things while I'm doing the task and I'm making it better. Um, making a variety of other tasks and that kind of thing. And it has helped me immensely to understand how important your mindset is if you're consistent with it every year. So I do a task every year, like right now I'm doing piano every day for, for a year. If I miss a day, Roman, if I miss a day, I start over. That's how, that's how obligated I am on this thing. So and I have, I did that this year. So I had to start over. It's crazy. But um, it, it keeps me, keeps me, you know, in this mindset of, of doing this next year, I'll have something else. So um, I, 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 that's, that's helped me a lot my, with that, my weakness, of, I guess, procrastination. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important to kind of like get in a routine because then that kind of positive action or whatever you're trying to uh, undertake becomes a habit, obviously a positive habit. And obviously that's why it's hard to kick uh, negative habits because you need that time and that repetition and not like quitting a day and then having to start all over again, ideally. And then I think for lists in general and kind of to-do lists, I think it's important for me because like, like you, I, I procrastinate. Sometimes I kind of, I'll, for some reason, like being pressured, like something is due, you know, <laughs> six in the morning, I'll start at one in the morning where I could have right. started it like two months ago. So it's just right. like, it makes no sense. But having a list, figuring out like, these are the 10 things I have to get done, maybe personal and professional or separating it and then prioritizing it in terms of level of importance, I think has helped me a lot as well. I love that. Yeah. I'm just now getting it back into my, my to-do list now. I'm going using Google task because it's just in my, in my email now. I'm just like, okay, this is great. So 
I love that. So I'm working on that as well. <laughs> That's awesome. So what's one piece of advice you have for the audience, personal or professional? Um, personal is, I just want to, I want to hammer down this building thing. Um, cause I see, I, if, if I know a lot of people who are like me, they, they start and they stop. That's, that was, that was the kind of guy I was. I started something, stop it, try something else, start something else, stop that, start something else, stop that. And it was just, there was no consistency. So I wasn't building anything. They were like, like you know, I was, I, I couldn't really tell, I couldn't really tell, say to somebody that I was an entrepreneur because I wasn't because there was no business. <laughs> I would start it and stop it. So I want to tell people just like, make sure that regardless of what you're doing, just keep on building over time because it's going to get better. And, and when, when you're building, make sure that when people come the first time they see your, your little shell of a business, Make sure when they come back another couple of months or whatever, a month or so or whatever, make sure that they don't see the same shell. <laughs> you know, they should see something different next, every time they come see you. Um, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's not only good for them to see, but it's great for you to see because you need to believe it as well. Um, so I just hammered down this, this notion of keep building, keep building, um, keep building not just your business, but building your mindset. That's all into it. Um, building, building, you know, building your, you know, how you schedule, building your team, uh, even having somebody to help you source out, sourcing out, you know, stuff, building your tools around you and just, you know, be obsessed with building on that. And then, and then, you know, you know, make sure you're sharing every so often so people can see something, something growing over time. It's so important. Yeah, I agree. I, obviously, everybody has to start with somewhere. Uh, every everybody thinks like, oh yeah, this person had a, a good break, or the variables lined up, or he had this handed to them, but they don't see all that kind of stuff. Which I think in social media, obviously, social media to a certain extent is a highlight reel of people's lives. You know, a lot of people are struggling with the same things that they're you know demonstrating as this level of perfection in their lives. But I think it's important to be genuine and authentic and kind of raw and real in that sense. So if you do struggle as a business owner or an individual, possibly sharing it because it can go a lot further and can help a lot of people. So if you're going through something as a business owner, you're in a rut, you have, you know, maybe you're depressed about something, maybe like financially, like you're struggling, you know, share that. I mean, obviously some people aren't comfortable with sharing it, but if you are, I encourage you to share it because sometimes you can find a community rally around you, people that went through the same thing. Maybe they can help you to navigate past it a little bit better or yeah. be a support system as well. Yeah. Great. I, I tell you, man, you cannot do this thing alone. You just can't. <laughs> I'm learning that every single day that you, I mean, you can try if you might, but it's just not, it's just not going to happen. No business in any, in any sense of the word can do it by themselves. It's just not going to happen. I mean, there, you, you, you got to have people to help you. You got to have sources around people to lift you up. Sometimes you, you, sometimes you don't have it in you. <laughs> you got to have people who, to, who, who I call push partners who can push you further, you know, accountability partners, accountability. Um, but people to help you, to push you and encourage you and, and to learn from other people. I mean, like I said before, like you inspired me when I, when you got on my show, like, I was like, I gotta, 
I got to up my, 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 my sound game here. So, <laughs> so, you know, just having those people around you all the time. And I used to scoff at that because you know, that was a big thing. Like the five people, who, you know, what is it? The five people around us like, oh, come on, what are you talking about? I get that now. I didn't get that before, but I get that now. Like you need those people, you know, around you. So to, to keep you, you know, on that fast track. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's like putting your best foot forward from regardless of what you're doing. So like right now I have my microphone set up, my set set up. So sometimes obviously if somebody hasn't seen any of my interviews on other shows or listened to my show or seen interviews on my show, like they don't know my setup. So like they're expecting whatever. And then like they're pleasantly surprised. And it's a good like it's a good kind of reflection because you have the audio set up, you have the visual that's that's well appealing in case they have a set. So it's like you start on a, on a good foot and it's a good kind of experience for that person as well, because like you're prepared and you did everything you could to add to their audience and add value by obviously delivering, hopefully value from what you're saying. And then you have the audio because I mean, in terms of listenership, you have to have something that connects that really matters for somebody to listen and a good, uh, you know, listening experience in terms of the sound treatment. So you could have the best content, but if like you don't edit it and it's atrocious in terms of static, background noise, clicks and all this stuff, you know, there's like almost 2 million podcasts at this point out there. They'll go somewhere else. So I think it's important to do doing your best in that sense as well. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. I think that um, just, I, I get that, that same feeling too. It, you you got to have what I call those, 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 these layers of belief. So when you get that, I mean, I, I get some of that feedback too. Like now, like my shell, my, my, um, my design for my, my podcast is so much different now than when, than when you were on the show <laughs> and people are like, Oh, this is a great setup. You know, you, you, it's a great feeling, right? I mean, I mean, it's great to hear that. That means you're, you know, cause you need to hear that or otherwise, you know, your belief, your, your belief kind of wanes, like, and maybe you get to like, well, am I doing the right thing? <laughs> am I on the right track? But when you hear that over and over, you know, it, it starts to, it starts to get better and better. And you need to keep building. So next time people see you after that, that you're in a whole nother level. Like, so people have, have that little thing, like, you know, Brian, I remember when you were just doing this and now look at you and you want to hear that, but you can't hear that unless you're, unless you're constantly, constantly building upon that one great idea that you know you had in your head for a long time and get it out in the world. Yeah, I agree. And it's interesting to listen to some of the interviews I've been on because I aggressively starting doing interviews on other shows just to share my story. Because like you said, it's important to share your story. And a lot of people think their stories aren't kind of big or grand enough or not going to add value. But I say if you can impact or change the life of at least one person out there, it's worth sharing. So I think a year and a half ago, I really started going aggressive on interviews and media appearances and podcast interviews. So at this point, it's like in the last year and a half, like 95. So sometimes I even go back and listen to like the ones that I started with to now. And just like everything's a lot different. Like my, you can hear my confidence. You can hear just my story is, is, is very kind of like crisp, like the transitions, not to say that it's like staged or planned, but like I have my thoughts together. I'm not as nervous. So you can really see the growth in that. And also listening to my own podcast in terms of earlier interviews from the sound quality and just the content and value to now. So I, I totally agree. Um, 
I'm just in in the stage of of doing it. And just just a, an, an insight of people who are in, who are in introverts. Like, I, I'm not sure people who listen to me now like and like and think I'm that big of a deal. I mean, when I trust me, when I tell you how introverted and shy I am, I'm like, that is the truth. It takes a lot for me to do these things, <laughs> to get the energy to do these things. Um, but I think it's important for me to share my story, share my message and get it out there. You know, you can be nervous, you can be afraid, but eventually that wanes. Like you, like you just said, you know, your confidence comes back. No one's going to be, you know, hundred percent, you know, on, on spot on from the first, from the first go, you know? So trust me, whoever you are, you know, even if you're someone like me, your story matters and your story can, can make a difference and it can create a lifestyle um, that you probably, you know, are, are, are want to cherish and, and want to do something incredible. Um, I, I, I just, my biggest thing, even right now in this year, in, you know, where we are now, just like, I want people to know that they, you know, they, they, they can make an impact. It's not too late. And, um, things can change for you. You just keep, you keep building on it. You really can. Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Oh, great. Yes. Um, and first of all, grateful to be on the show. First of all, thank you so, so much, Roman, for being, I'm honored to be on here. First of all, um, and just, just people, y'all can go to the authority letter.com. Uh, very simple. Get on that list and I'll uh, you can get on the list there and I'll have several videos to help you with this same model of build it, share it, and they will come. Um, the concept of t- I go in depth with that and we go further with helping you build your authority platform and sh- um, listen to my show when I, when you, whenever you get a chance. Um, when you're not listening to this one, it's the Authority Project and you can check that out um, on all your favorite podcast outlets. And Awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks again for stopping by. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.